Oh my God, I have chills. What happened? Oh my God. Oh, I just can't. What? Oh my God. What? Someone just scheduled a 9 a.m. meeting. Can, I, can we do this later? You're lying. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, no, we actually can't. Nope. I was like, no. And fuck off. 906, you're going to do that? Uh-uh. I'd be like, the person you didn't see it. I know. I would have. I knew you were lying. I know. You really caught on. All right. Well, we see you got your hair cut and colored. I know, right? Cute, right? Uh-huh. You're clearly trying to outrank me for the cute twin. And it's just, it's just so obvious. It's so sad. And we um, all see it. I'm we well, all see it. Well on my way. Mm. It's very dirty right now. So I'm hoping today's a nice day so I can work out since it's definitely a shower day. You know how that yeah. goes. Hey, okay. There's a picture of the People Are the Worst mug available on peoplearetheworstpod.com. For those who watch us on the episodes via YouTube, I'm putting the mug in the camera and I'm yeah. drinking my latte from it because I get a latte every day. She, Rebecca has a great husband. Hey everyone, we're Rebecca and Rachel, identical twins. We didn't do any sort of intro. We just went into it. Oh, um, sorry. I kind of liked that. It was less pressure. Oh, I know. Well, whatever. Rebecca has the mug. And I think, I think my voice is deeper. This is why I think people can tell us apart now. Good. I'm a little bit more B. Arthur E. Uh-huh. I like that. Mm, I don't know if I do. Well, deal with it. Um, okay. I, there's one thing. I, I'm sorry. I, I've This week, I've been very passionate about this. You know this. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. Stop what you're doing right now. Turn this podcast off and go watch Jury Duty. Oh, I know. God, this damn jury duty. It better be the best show I've ever seen in my um, entire I'm, life. I am not overselling it. I, the first, here's the thing. It comes in waves. Here's the premise. It's a mockumentary, like The Office, like Best in Show, you know, that type of humor, which is hilarious. But there's one guy in it who actually thinks they're filming a documentary about jury duty. And I thought that was just the premise of the show, but the guy was actually an actor. Like that's just who he was playing. No, he actually has no idea that this is all a joke. It's all fake. That is a it, good premise. It is the funniest show I have ever seen. I've never Roseanne laughed more in my life. And it, it's kind of up and down though. Like the first episode's really good, but I, it, it wasn't until the second one I texted Rebecca. I was like, I feel like I'm hot. I was laughing so hard. And the, that kind of happened. I think episode three is the same way. It was funny. But then episode four or five, I almost did two spit takes. Two. <laughs> well, okay. I'll watch the damn show. Go watch it. That is a good premise. It's like, um, it's like the um, Murderville with Will Arnett. Yes. Okay. It is like that, except the actor he brings in does know they're doing a show, but he just doesn't have any lines. So it is kind of like that, that where, yeah, where they don't I, know. It's like improv. Yes. That's what was blowing me away with jury duty because the first two episodes, I thought he was in on it. Like that was just the show. That was the premise. He was playing a guy who didn't know, but he actually mm -hmm. doesn't know because I Googled it and it was like 
the moment, Ronald almost figured it all out. And I was like, holy shit. So these actors really have to improv based on whatever Ronald's saying. And I'm it, like, they can't do a second take. Like there was one hilarious conversation between two of the actors, but the unknowing guy, Ronald, was in on it, like in on the conversation. And it was the most ridiculous. And I'm like, Payne, they can't laugh. Like how, what if they like, were like, wait, we need, I need to start over. Like, it's, I would screw that up so hard. Is the funniest show I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. All right. I said, I said it. I said what I said. So there's only going to be one season because Ronald's going to figure it out. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I, I, I got to figure out how they, they've got to figure out another way to do this. It is so good. Murderville is good too, by the way. Murderville is hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> but, but they do laugh. And I'm uh, fine yeah. with it. I love uh, yeah. it. I love Will, Will Arnett. Me too. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll watch the damn show. That's not what this podcast is about. Sorry. I, there's no way I can go without saying that. I get it. By the way, next week, we have a big Macon, Georgia listener base, and they've all recommended that we do Lauren Giddings. And God damn it, I'm doing it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I can't wait. I'm doing it next week. The people have spoken. It is a good one. The holy people have shit. spoken and we are listening and holy shit, it's a good one. Uh, today's story that I'm doing is actually a recommendation. I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. Because we have Patreon shout outs real quick. Right. Steffi, Jesse, Emily. Did you say Emily last week? I didn't know. Is this Emily? Hey, girl. She lives in Asheville. She's my girl. She listens to us while she walks her dog. Hey. Oh, fine. Like, Steffi, Jesse, Emily. I think yeah, that's your double shout out. Sorry. Thank y'all. Welcome. Welcome. You've got some bonus ups to catch up on. And I'm doing my next bonus up. I got to yeah. figure that out. Okay. Before you do get into your story, I listened to an episode of Cryptic Soup. Have you heard of them? Yes. The, yeah, they do. Cool. Like, it's usually like conspiracy or hauntings. I feel like that they did an episode on this girl. It's a survivor story, guys. Allison Botha, I think is how you say her name. She's on my list. This is who I thought you were doing when you did your south african survival sorry oh. i feel bad i can't i can't remember her name crap sorry hannah cornelius yes that's what i thought you were doing she oh. Alison Botha is on my list oh yeah Alice, yeah because it is south african oh my god well they go into great detail about what she went through and it is like i i was cooking while listening and i just stopped cooking i i, did, I was like i'm oh it's a lot she like almost gets decapitated and like holds her own head up it oh is my god. oh god it is if you can stomach it listen to that episode of cryptic soup Whew, it is chilling and they're i can good yeah they're good they're good oh i i have heard of that yeah uh, allison botha yeah and that's the one i thought you were doing <gasps> all right what up cryptic soup shout out okay here we go this story that I'm telling y'all today was recommended by a couple people, Kelly, Sarah, what up? This is almost local to me. I live in Asheville. Greenville is an hour, maybe hour 15 minutes away. It's so close. And I and do not remember this. Rebecca used to live there. She had just yeah. moved when this happened. And I asked if she remembered the name and she was like, no, I, I don't know if I'd heard it when it happened, but there's been so many developments 
it's still ongoing. The trial has not happened, but I have to tell it because when I read more about it, like every week, something new would come out. So I was looking at podcasts to be like, has anyone covered this? And there is one true crime daily that mentions it, but it was right after the crime was committed. So none of the new developments are in there. And to my knowledge, I don't think anyone's covered it since. Holy shit. So, oh my God, would you be willing to tell it to us today? <laughs> no, I'm just going to build it up. And then I know, gonna... no shit. That's what it sounds like. Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you the story of Christina Parcell, aka the Rose Petal Murder. Well, that sounds lovely. Sources are Fitz News, People.com, Greenville News, LawandCrime.com, WYFF4.com, and FoxCarolina.com. Here we go. 41-year-old Christina Parcell lived in Greer, South Carolina. Hmm. She was a single mom to an eight-year-old daughter and a technician at a vet hospital in Greenville. She loved dogs, obviously, given her job, and she often fostered them. Christina was engaged to a man named Bradley Post and was in the middle of a very ugly custody battle with her ex-husband and father to her daughter, 62-year-old John Mello. Hmm. The custody battle had been going on since 2016, and this story starts in 2021. So they're like on year five of this oh, God. ongoing contentious sitch. Yeah. Christina was very close with her sister, Lutina. Christina and her daughter even moved in with Lutina in April 2021. She also lives in Greenville. Yeah. On the morning of Wednesday, October 13th, 2021, Bradley called Christina several times, but she wouldn't answer. So worried, he drove over to her sister's house to check on her. When he walked in shortly after 11 a.m., he found Christina dead in the living room. She had been stabbed 31 times. Ooh. There were drag marks across the floor, and she was posed. I don't, <gasps> know, I don't know how she was posed. Oh, was, don't we, though? Yeah, it was clear the scene was staged. Uh. But the absolute creepiest part... There were rose petals sprinkled all around her. <gasps> that is so this unnerving. Is not even two years ago. I'm like, what? I do not remember this. It's like her gravesite. Okay, it's, so it's someone she knows. I'm gonna go with the ex. So creepy. Okay, some people think it's some weird ass ritual, but now others say it was because a bouquet of roses fell during the struggle between the murder and Christina. But I'm like perfect mm, like yeah. all around her i don't know about that either way law enforcement started referring to this as the rose petal murder oh obviously God. so bradley walks in finds her like this calls the cops obviously an investigation begins at the house police collect a ton of stuff here's everything they take a laptop and memory card that were found near christina's body a ziploc bag that had a white powdered substance in it and it also had a spot of dried blood on the bag Sounds like a cocaine and a nosebleed. Yeah. A uh, cell phone that was near Christina's body. Christina's purse, which had two envelopes in it, each with $500 cash in them. In the back room of the house, they found a small single shot gun inside a bag inside a suitcase. They also found several documents from the ongoing custody battle and several USB drives. They mm -hmm. take all, all of that. Mm -hmm. They also take Christina's bed sheets because it appeared they had blood on them. In fact, they used Blue Star throughout the house, which is pretty much luminol. And there was blood almost all over the house. Bedrooms, bathrooms, everywhere. Uh, she fought. Yeah. Where's her sister in this? I think at work, it's a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Ugh. As for additional evidence, she did fight because there's DNA under her fingernails. Yeah. 
the neighbor across the street's ring camera captured oh. yeah captured someone in a black hoodie and a backpack walking into the home at 10 a.m okay bradley, that, bradley that's found, your guy yeah bradley found her, found her at 11 so it was right before the murder oh wow hold on i got no i gotta let that sink in she, saw a guy coming at 10 a.m so she was murdered within the hour left and bradley came in at 11 yeah oh god yep that is so i would think that that given how much blood was everywhere and the struggle and fight she put up it would take it a lot longer than an hour less than an hour less um, than an hour yeah the idaho murders he was in and out in like 20 minutes oh i had such a vivid dream about him last night i can't even think about it keep going oh my god you did yeah Ugh. we'll talk about that later i know it was him and xana so uh -uh. weird yeah oh god oh creepy i know yeah so but if you think about it i mean sounds violent and fast stabbed 31 times you stab 31 times stage it god the rose but if petals, the ring camera if the ring camera caught him going in they caught him going out i don't know if it caught him coming out but it's okay because another ring camera sees the same man riding a bike out of the subdivision uh, there's a picture of that one so i'll post it when i post christina's friends and co-workers are devastated they closed the vet hospital on the day of her funeral so everyone could attend they posted on social media about how she was a loving mom to her daughter how she was great with the dogs at the hospital like they're uh -huh. just devastated on october 19th 2021 just a week after christina's murder her fiance Bradley was arrested, but not for murder. He was arrested for child pornography <gasps> that they found while collecting evidence at the murder scene. He was charged with five counts of sexual exploitation of a minor in the first degree, one count of sexual exploitation of a minor in the third degree, one count of third degree criminal sexual content with a minor, and one count of buggery. I'm going to get into all of that later. Okay, but just so you know, I thought of that. The moment you said, but not for her murder, I'm like, oh, all those USBs. It's going to be kid stuff. Ew. A lot of electronics taken at that crime scene. As a result of this, two civil lawsuits are filed. But again, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Okay. Now, John, Christina's ex-husband and father of her daughter, knew Bradley was a creep. In fact, the day of Christina's murder, he was in Italy finalizing their daughter's Italian citizenship because he wanted to move her away from him. And on Go October, ahead. yeah, October 21st, 2021, two days after Bradley's arrest, John was arrested at the Charlotte airport for custodial interference. Mm -hmm. Apparently, a year earlier in October 2020, he had taken their daughter to Italy without Christina's permission. Whoa. And this may come as a shock but taking their daughter out of the country without telling the mom is a violation of their custody agreement. No, stop. So he was arrested. Yeah. That would be scary as shit as a single mom. I'd be like, bring my kid back. Yeah. And technically it's custodial interference, at least in South Carolina, is not returning her within three days. I'm like, yeah, they were probably there for at least a week. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be furious. Mm-hmm. After he's arrested, John lists his friend, Zachary Hughes, on the relationship portion of his intake form, which means they could communicate while he's incarcerated. 
This also gives Zachary exclusive rights to go retrieve his belongings at the airport because he was arrested at the airport. He couldn't get any of his shit. Uh, yeah. So who the hell is Zachary? Yeah. Zachary is a renowned, classically trained 29-year-old pianist who graduated from Juilliard. In school, it said he excelled academically and socially. He went on to get his master's in piano performance and volunteered as U.S. Marine Corps, where he was top 3% of his officer candidate school class, which is 400 people. He was top 3%. Uh-oh. You know who He's, else was a pianist? Who? Megan Landowski's murderer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do that. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to go to Juilliard. Mm. He's very well respected and was one of only 12 musicians worldwide and the only American to be selected to perform at the Kyoto International Music Fe Festival, which is a big deal. He's pretty famous in the pianist world is, oh, what, okay. I'm is what I'm telling you. Good for him. Mm-hmm. He initially went to Greenville in 2019 because a church there was gifted an extremely high-end piano and they asked him to play its inaugural performance. So he was like, Aww. hell yeah. When, when he was there, he struck a close friendship with the woman who gifted the piano and really fell in love with the church. So he decided to stay. He performed there regularly, taking donations that he would split with the church, but then COVID hit. So the performances stopped and he got by doing virtual piano lessons. God, I can I keep forgetting how recent this is. It's very recent. A lot of people are moving to Greenville. It's a very cute town, guys. It's very cute. It's charming like Charleston, but with good public schools, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. He reportedly also worked for John in 2020, cleaning his house and doing other odd jobs. John is a music producer, so I think they met, like, in the Greenville music scene. Yeah. So that's how they know each other. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming when Christina was murdered, cops obviously suspect John. Yeah. Or like, suspect that he's, divorce. Oh, they yeah. hate each other. They've been going through this for years. They at least at least suspect he was involved. Yeah. But they don't have evidence of that. So they used custodial interference because they had a warrant mm -hmm. to go ahead and arrest him and hold him while they investigate the larger crime at hand murder. Yeah. I say mm -hmm. that because while he's incarcerated, they look more into his friendship between Zachary and John because they're like, John was out of the country during the murder, but let's check out this, this friend. Yeah. I mean, they, they must be close if he's listed on the intake form. Mm -hmm. Remember, they had ring footage of the murder on his bike, so they start looking at flock camera footage. Do you know what flock cameras are? No, Rach, I don't. Why don't you mansplain it for me? Do you know what flock cameras are? They're not in the kitchen. <laughs> I wouldn't know they're not in my laundry room so okay well then I'm going to tell you okay flock cameras are license plate reading cameras that store every passing car in a searchable database including dates timestamps, pictures of said car they're kind of controversial but they're always I about to say I bet people hate them because it's so big brother and I'm like whatever I know that is true yes. yeah Mm. they're controversial but greenville doesn't care because greenville did a pilot program in 2020 with 11 cameras to see the impact on solving crime and it led to 200 cases being solved okay. so they so they installed a ton more and you've seen them if you google a picture of them they're attached to a solar panel usually always running you'd know them if you saw them i was like oh yeah i'm sure it's the ones that catch you running a red light and then you get mailed a ticket no yeah well there's those cameras on 
traffic lights, but there's, yeah. these are like on sidewalks. There, some cities have them everywhere. Nice. Okay. They've had a real impact on crime. Great. Well then worth it. Yeah. Um, but, and because like the database is searchable. So if cops have a suspect in mind, they can like type in the name or license plate or whatever. And, and, and they can essentially follow if they're in a city with a lot of flock cameras, they can essentially follow around his day. Yeah. And like know his last known location, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. they've just had a big impact on crime. Why so don't you just at- chip everyone. Let's just chip everyone and track their every move. <laughs> For all. So they look at flock footage and see a truck that has the same bike seen in the ring camera and the bed of the truck. Oh. They run the license plate because this footage is crystal clear. You can, again, Google it. But so they see the license plate, obviously. They run it and it's Zachary Hughes's truck. All right. We're on to some pianists or jackasses. It, you you have no idea where okay. this is going. Oh my God. No idea. Holy shit. Why don't you just go ahead and tell me everything? They get a search warrant to his house and find the bike. Mm-hmm. And the and his roommate's like, yeah, that's Zachary's. They also find his iPhone and try to extract as much as they can from it. But since they don't have the six-digit passcode, they can't get everything. Seriously? Yeah. Well, they get a lot. In order yeah. to force them to give give them the passcode, they need a judge to order it. So they use what they can find in hopes that the judge will order it. Yeah. There are 1,769 encrypted WhatsApp messages between Zachary and John. Mm. Oh, my God. Again, a lot of them were scrambled, but they found plenty of damning messages. For example... In April 2021, John tells Zachary that he got Christina's new private phone number and gives it to him and says, harass the shit out of her. Okay. Well, that's a spiteful ex-husband, but that's not murder yet. Right. I'm not overwhelmed by that one. Yeah. On the day of Christina's murder, John messaged Zachary and said, how'd the music research go? And Zachary responded, good. I'll tell you over the phone. Oh, great. They also find that his phone was on airplane mode five times during October, two of which were on October 13th, the day of the murder. Mm. On November 3rd, 2021, they issue a warrant for Zachary's arrest. And he's actually in Detroit at the time waiting for a flight to Europe because he had just gotten a new job on an international cruise line when he found found out about the warrant. But instead of getting on the flight or fleeing across the border to Canada, he rented a car and drove from Detroit to Greenville and turned himself in. Oh. Zachary is arrested and held in the same detention center as Bradley Post, oddly enough. Mm. During his bond hearing in April 2022, there were 54 letters sent to the court on Zachary's behalf. All were vouching for his character, saying he was a loyal friend, he had a huge heart, and a strong sense of what is morally right and wrong. You can know what's morally right and wrong and still (laughs) opt to do the wrong thing. Good point. While that's all nice, it was also revealed during the hearing that the DNA under Christina's fingernails matched his. Mm. So so his bond is denied. Musicians, man. The damnedest thing. It's all that damn rock and roll music (laughs) and rap music. (laughs) That these pianists are listening to. That's right. And Juilliard. (laughs) These violent rap. Oh, my God. Megan Lindowski's murderer was a violinist. So <gasps> sorry to pianists everywhere. Oh I am so sorry. It just God. occurred to me. Holy shit. I'm so glad you realized that. I know, giving everyone a bad name. God. 
In September 2022, the judge ruled in favor of the prosecution's motion to compel the phone's password. Mm. But Zachary says he can't remember it. Sure. He thought it was a combination of his birthday and Beethoven's birth and death years, but that didn't work. Beethoven's his favorite. You find out throughout, but, well, that's the only mention of it. But if you read about it, you found that out a bunch. (laughs) After That's so, like... The Beatles are my favorite band. Picasso uh, is my favorite artist. Beethoven's yeah. my favorite composer. It's like, shut up. That's true. You couldn't come up so with some obvious. more obscure. Sure. If someone asked me my favorite composer, you know, okay. the first thing I'd say is Beethoven. Exactly. Not impressed, Zach. Not impressed. After over 670,000 attempts, they finally crack the six digit code. Oh, my God. Go to Apple and be like, here, to hell with this code. Give it to me. Almost 700,000 attempts. We're, we're a year into this, but they crack it. My God. The fact, though, that he wouldn't give them the code is a violation of the judge's order. So as of April 10th, like 2023, a couple of days ago, the 13th Circuit Solicitor's Office filed a motion to hold him in contempt for not giving it to him saying that he's a classically trained pianist. There is no way he could not remember a six-digit code that he probably used a hundred times a day. That's what I was going to say. Like, no. There's no decision on that motion right now, but we'll keep you posted. Mm. Now, I'm going to dig into these civil suits that resulted from Bradley Post's child pornography arrest. Ugh. As a reminder, there's two. One was filed in February 2022, the other in August 2022. Both of them were filed on behalf of minor girls. Since they were under 18, they couldn't file it themselves, and they're both referred to as Jane Doe. It's tough to hear, but it's just insane. The first one was filed by a friend of Christina's daughter who spent a lot of time at the house. It's filed against Bradley Post and the estate of Christina Parcell. It says, during the time that Jane Doe spent with Parcell and her minor daughter, Parcell and Post took pictures and videos of and with Jane Doe in states of undress and sexually provocative positions. Christina was in on it? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Uh, No wonder they're at her house. I kind of thought that that's where this was going, but... The plaintiff is informed and believes that during the investigation of the murder of Parcell, a search of Post's cell phone revealed the contents of inappropriate and sexually explicit nude pictures of Jane Doe taken with and in the presence of Parcel. While in the presence of the defendants, Jane Doe was photographed and videoed in various stages of undress, including photographing and videotaping the plaintiff's breast, genitals, and pubic area. (gasps) The defendant post, with consent and assistance of Parcel, imported these photographs and videos to his cell phone and computer and saved them on files on his computer and other storage devices, making the plaintiff, Jane Doe, the object of child pornography. Ooh, you have a daughter. The second civil suit is filed on behalf of Christina's daughter. <gasps> oh, an eight-year-old? Ooh, okay. This, well, I've never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad she's dead. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to read from her civil suit too. Oh, shit. Upon information and belief, During the course of the law enforcement investigation of Christina Parcell's murder, law enforcement discovered numerous photographs and videos of various minor children, 
including minor Jane Doe in various stages of undress and in sexually explicit and nude positions, which have been taken over the course of several years. Oh, gross. Upon information and belief, the videos and photographs of Jane Doe graphically depict her genitals and breasts. Further, petitioner is informed and believes that the photographs and videos of Jane Doe were taken by, with, and or in the presence of defendant Post and defendant Parcell. Mm. Upon information and belief, defendant Post aided, embedded, and conspired with defendant Parcell to obtain the inappropriate photographs and videos of Jane Doe 10. Jane Doe is a victim uh -huh. of... She's, I mean, at the time this was filed, she's 10, but she's oh, under. God. Jane Doe is a victim of child pornography perpetrated by defendant Post and defendant Parcel. All videos and photographs of J Jane Doe were illegally obtained and taken without her consent. Upon information and belief, defendant Post, with the knowledge, consent, and assistance of defendant Parcel, duplicated photographs and videos of minor Jane Doe to a cell phone, computer, and or other electronic storage devices. The duplication of sexually explicit photographs of Jane Doe constitutes violations of various state and federal law, including child endangerment, uh, sexual exploitation of a minor, criminal sexual conduct involving a minor, and child pornography. Plaintiff is informed and believes that the defendants knowingly and intentionally forwarded sexually exploitive photographs and videos of Jane Doe to third parties to be further reviewed and disseminated by viewing by others. Ooh. It goes on. Well, those are the facts of each lawsuit. Not all of them. There's some that insinuate that Parcel may be in some of the pictures with her daughter. Ew. Fucking uh -uh, disgusting. Uh -uh, uh -uh, no. uh -uh, uh -uh. Now, the charges against Bradley Post. As a reminder, five counts of sexual exploitation of a minor in the first degree, one account of sexual exploitation of a minor in the third degree, one count of third-degree criminal sexual conduct content with a minor, and one count of buggery. Fitz News has been covering the story and has sources very close to the case. According to their sources, the buggery charge, which according to South Carolina Section 1625-120, Jesus, is anal sex, whether, <gasps> whether with mankind or with beast. This was brought on by pictures and video showing Bradley and Christina both having sex with multiple dogs. What? She's a vet tech. Okay, and you know who else was a vet tech? Carla Homolka. All right. Did Carla Homolka have sex off? Did Carla Homolka have sex with dogs? No. no. But they're both oh. shitty people. I'm not defending. Oh, wait, hold on. I wasn't like defending Carla Homolka. I was no, actually you asking. You love Carla Homolka. We, I heard it. You heard it. We all heard it. Fuck that bitch. I was actually asking. I couldn't remember because it seems like something she would do. No, she would have if she was um, asked to. But she, oh my God, often fostered the dogs from that hospital is what I'm telling you. A veteran, Ew. a veteran prosecutor who is familiar with the pictures and videos say it's some of the vilest material he has ever seen. Oh, to say these developments have changed public opinion is an understatement. The source went on to say, as far as I'm concerned, Hughes did everyone a favor. I only <laughs> wish she got the, I only wish she could have gotten the fiance too, he said. I'm with him. I hope a dog, I wish a dog murdered her. Oh, oh God. Just, just Yeah, just oh, turn around. God. I'm a stray dog, you dumb bitch. I will annihilate you. I'm feral. I'll fuck you up. 
pulls out oh, a knife. It just like really grosses me out. For um, the children to, oh, and obviously. dogs. That, the prosecutor strongly hinted that there are more charges and more arrests coming based on the pornographic materials uncovered at the murder scene and follow-up investigations. I have a theory on this, but I can't say if I'm going to say it. Why? Zachary Hughes' trial is expected to start in early 2024. And now there's some rumor patrol. Reddit running amok, obviously. And actually sure. not that much. There's not that, there's really not that much like, armchair investigators out i'm like what are y'all doing have y'all heard this story it's insane there is something going around that john mello is a registered sex offender in california this is not the same person there's a john mello in california who is a registered sex offender i think he died actually in 2019 but someone on facebook found this out and posted it and so, so now everyone's like oh my god this poor little girl's dad's a sex offender too he's not Mm -hmm. It's just some guy with the same name. So someone very close to the case who's related to someone involved posted on Reddit that there's a lot we don't know and they believe that Zachary's actually innocent. I don't know about mm. that with, with the DNA. Yeah. But I'm not mad at Zachary. I'm not mad at Zachary. There's one rumor in particular that has been said with a lot of conviction and I reached out to the person mentioned above, the person related, to see if they're willing to comment on it but they haven't responded and the only reason i did reach out is because someone else a month ago was like wait i'm covering the story for a newspaper article and the person responded was like you can message me so i mess so i was like wait me too um she has not gotten back or or he i don't know has not gotten back to me so i'm gonna like be all over this yeah okay so do we think zachary knew that they were piece of shits or just doing it for john's oh yeah a favor oh the, yeah, that trial is going to be easy. Probably, there probably aren't many armchair investigators on this because like, I feel like people like to stick up for a victim and like speak for those who can't speak for themselves. And this woman was a piece of shit. So they're like, she's dead. I feel like people are like, good. Well, yeah, I think the assumption is the ex-husband knowing all this or suspecting some of this um, just enlisted the most unlikely suspect a Juilliard trained who has no, who's never even met Christina. But how did he not bring this up in court? If he knew. Well, I know about the point is I don't think he had hard evidence. I just think. Yeah, I was a feel. Yeah. He suspected something. And unfortunately, our justice system is not very quick. Oh, I know. Um, especially in family court. Clearly, the, they are in a custody battle for five years. Yeah, I know. I just can't believe that. How do you find a partner spouse fiance who is into that sick how, what is that conversation like that's what I, I always think about like how did that conversation start like a i like children a i like having sex with dogs they probably met through this like disgusting dark web yeah ring of child exploitation this is now all speculation um but because none of this is i mean they haven't even gone to trial yet the latest development was like a week ago I will say people are talking about it, but like, I'm shocked this isn't already a, a documentary following this. I mean, it, when this trial starts, this may be, I'm going to become the go-to because I'm like, I'm going to go oh, yeah. down to, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go to Greenville. Oh, me too. Let's go. Let's go watch and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? But I don't want to see pictures. I don't want to see anything. I'm going oh, to have to gross. No way. Oh my God. I know Zach's trial. How's the jury going to be like, I can't convict him. 
Well, it's I think not a good thing for society. I know the investigation is very much still ongoing. Um, and maybe he won't, maybe they'll let him off. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you said on Reddit, there's a big rumor. What's that rumor? I'm scared to say it. Well, then you shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> Just say it. Okay, this is very alleged. But someone said, and I, I actually am not so sure about this, obviously, because of the evidence. Someone says with a lot of conviction that there are text messages between the sister and Bradley, the fiance, conspiring about this, like saying things like, I'm going to leave the back door unlocked. like they want to take over this ring of child exploitation. Ooh. I can't imagine that's really true given DNA under the fingernails. Yeah. Why, why would Bradley stage that scene and leave the hard drives everywhere? The USB drives that that shit would have never happened. Um, the flock cameras. Uh, yeah. I'm like, there's no way now that I'm actually talking through it. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I do. However, think I'm sorry. I'll say this. I don't know anything. I don't see a case in which the sister is not arrested. Mm. I'm sorry. How? Right. Can you not know this is going on? How? Unless you, unless you own the house and they actually like rent it from you. I think she lived there though. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Real speculation, but I'm. No, you heard and, it here first. Right. And, said the sisters involved. And given that the prosecutor strongly hinted that more arrests are coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, that makes sense. And I will say this. I won't say who filed the civil suit on the behalf of the daughter, but it was not her aunt. She's not in custody of her aunt. I'll tell you that. Mm. There might, I think there's something there. It wasn't her dad either, but I won't say who, obviously. Okay. Well, I would just assume it would be the dad, but it's not. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. Is it maybe? The, I, the, I don't think that the text thing could be true. I just, especially Bradley, while a creep, I don't think he would be involved in the murder and leave all that shit everywhere. Yeah. Same with the sister. Yeah. Unless they're trying to pin the pornography on her, but why even bring up the pornography at all if you're just going to murder her? I actually commented on the chick who said this on Reddit, and I was like, wait, I'm not finding that anywhere. You said the FBI has these texts. Where are you seeing this? And she said email and gave me an email, and I was like, fuck no. I don't know. What are you doing? Email? Like to reach out to someone? To yeah. get them? Yeah. I was like, who? No. Email me. Yeah. The king of Africa. <laughs> and just email give them your, your credit card we, number, and yeah. uh, they'll give you everything you want. Yeah. I'm like, who is this? No. So... Is that not the, and it's ever developing. I That am is insane. Shook. I shook. can't believe I've never heard it. I lived there for half of this crap. I don't know. Wow. So, so fucked up. So where's the daughter living? I don't know, but she's safe now. That's all I know. I hope so. God. Poor girl. Girls. Yeah. That's terrible. What that was, I think, the first story where I'm like, good, she's dead. The, I never I, saw it coming. I thought I was going to feel bad for a single mom who got murdered, but I don't. I got chills when I read that the prosecutor said, or not the prosecutor, the source to Fitz News said, as far as I'm concerned, Hughes did everyone a favor. I was like, oh, God. It's just crazy because yeah. prior to this, all this breaking 
all these developments. It's just like sob story about the poor mom who got murdered. Like it, it, you really just don't see it coming. But yeah, public opinion's like, oh fuck that. Yeah, Ooh. it did do everyone a favor. Sounds like God, so crazy. So we'll keep let's keep following it. You'll be the well, go-to oh. for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good job. Crazy Thanks. story. I got real legal. Was that too legal on no. you? No, you said, no, you said I was. know. I was just trying to piss you off and um, knock down your self confidence. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Knock me off my pedestal. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I was trying to knock you off my the pedestal. You're a bitch. Thank well, y'all for listening. You are the best. Rachel's the worst. Bye.